Welcome back, everybody, to yet another episode of the Small Time Scots podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ryan. And I'm Kevin. It's good to hear from you again, or should I say you hear from us? It's been a couple of weeks, Kevin. How have you been getting on? Uh, aye, good and bad. Uh, the last couple of weeks have been pretty decent in terms of not working too much mm-hmm. and having a bit more time on my hands to do stuff about the house. Uh, but... There's also been a couple hiccups, but I'll let you know after I hear how your couple of weeks have been. So, how have you been, right? I've been quite good, mate. Um, really chuffed. Obviously, episode one went live last week. Oh, aye. True. Sorry, two, week, uh, two weeks yep. ago. Well, the last time we spoke, it went live the following Thursday. Um, so, I've kind of been dipping in and out of the stats and stuff on that one, Anchor. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty chuffed. Yep, so thank you to everyone that has listened in so far. This is probably an episode a bit further down the line, maybe not too far, but... The support that a lot of you guys have gave us and the feedback that you've given us actually really means a lot to both me and Ryan, so it is appreciated, so shout out to you guys for that. For sure, and please do keep keep it coming, keep the feedback coming. If there's stuff that you want to hear, any suggestions, hints or tips, or things that you don't like, you know, we're, we're here to listen to it all. Yeah. So I mean, I don't like any... Ryan, but <laughs> I've been telling that for years. But... I know, and we still put up with each other, it's just funny how the world works that way, isn't Exactly. It? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, other than that, mate, um, I... But I chop and change at work lately. Mm-hmm. Not changed jobs, but just changed category and where I'm working and stuff. So it's been a nice wee break. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's almost like a a paid vacation that I've had for the day to day. I've totally broke away from Jammy my, get, my normal stuff and, <laughs> and got some good stuff happening. Like it's a bit more interesting. It got yeah. me in about a lot more. So I've actually not been cooped up. All right, that's I've good. Especially after the last God knows how long I've been cooped up. Exactly. Well, that's me nearly. I. 14 months uh, I've been working from home on, up until two weeks ago and then now I've been in Scottish borders almost every day yeah doing like 30k steps every day actually <laughs> seen some sights so good man love it it's been great uh, I'm sure we spoke about that in a re- uh, previous podcast is how lucky some people are actually work through lockdown and mm-hmm. things like that because it makes a difference just being able to get the house uh, out the house and not have to have a, a suitable reason just to pop to the shops so work actually gives you a bit of sanity so for anyone that is still stuck at home that isn't back to work yet i really feel your pain because i couldn't do it i really couldn't (laughs) i'm lucky work for me has been uh luckily for me the last few weeks have been consistent uh, in terms of a a start time because uh, obviously the sector that i work in it varies quite a bit i go for early shifts back shifts every shift uh but the last like three weeks i've actually started at eight o'clock every day and it has been Nice Actually, having a good sleeping pattern has been amazing. <laughs> oh, so underrated as well. But yeah, nah, and this week be... it is gone. <laughs> so ah. it was good while it lasted, but back to reality. Well, just like myself, I'm now back to working in the house every day. So uh, we both we both had it good for a couple of weeks. There you go. I know. And now we're um we're back to <laughs> back to the grind as it is. Yeah. But, um, but hopefully you can all relate to that in some way, shape, or form as well. Exactly. I think one of the good things this time, this time of year, is the fact that sunshine's coming back. So even those that are a bit, you know, down in the dumps, at least the sunshine's That's giving right. that a bit of a boost. I spent up to like half eight, aye. stuff like that. Even if it is a grey day, you're not that bothered. It's exactly. still light outside, you know. Uh, I ended up, this weekend was, was an eventful weekend for myself. I decided to make the best of it. So this week's actually been pretty good uh, because I was working local. Uh, and I took my own car, which is something I don't usually do at work, just due to the nature of the job. But 
I got a really early finish for work. After that day, I got a message for Jordan, one of my mates. Mm-hmm. And he was like, here, I got an early finish as well. Do you want to do something? So I was like, definitely. It's The sun is shining. It was like getting to 14 degrees. So we decided to, I headed to his after getting ready. And we got the canoe sorted. Got that on top of his, his car and stuff. And we headed up to Loch Lomond on Friday evening. There. Nice. It was it was really good. Uh, parked up, found the perfect spot. We didn't want to go down to Lush because Lush, <laughs> Lush, Lush, because we thought it'd be uh pretty busy. So we found our own uh spot to actually set off on the canoe. Uh, we stopped off at an island there, which not many people know, but there's an island on Loch Lomond. There is actually castle ruins on the island. Okay. But if you looked at the island, you would have no idea it's there. Like no idea at all. Just so, a ruin. Exactly, it's overgrown and it's absolutely beautiful. So we found a wee cove, we went on the island, checked out the castle ruins and while we were on the island we noticed there was some geese. One of them moved and we noticed it was sitting on a nest of about five eggs and just at the same time there was was another one over at the right hand side is Uh and we noticed that was sitting on a nest as well. So as soon as we noticed that we were like, right, right, let's get off the island. so we got back in the canoe and we headed away. Just we didn't want to disturb the nature, obviously. So we headed over to another wee beach, which is the the opposite shore uh, for where we'd started off. It was lovely. So we stopped there, had some lunch, uh, sat up in this massive boulder. It was a nice boulder. I don't know whose <laughs> boulder it was, but it was a nice boulder. <laughs> I just think a Shrek now. Yeah. Ruined it for me. So we ended up. We stopped, had some lunch, and then we set off again, kind of down that shoreline to another beach. It was further down, uh, and it was lovely. I've actually got some videos. We we're just chilling. The the, the waves were kind of taking us there, and we were about fifty meters where we were going and I noticed this boat coming up and I said oh look at that boat and myself and Jordan turned round upsetting the balance of the canoe and capsized <laughs> yes now That's what I like to hear. usually I'd be like ha 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 right however I had all my gear in my bag oh. I had my brand new camera my drone my phone my lenses everything was in my pack <laughs> And that pack went right in the water. Oh, shit. Yeah. So when it happened, it was it was a matter of, whenever you start going, you're like, okay, this is happening. Right. I can't stop this. So it was, you're in the water, but it's at that moment, that's when, you, that's when you really see what you're made of because when you hit the cold, freezing water, especially when it was a choppy day, that's why we ended up capsizing. It was a choppy, choppy day. And that's where you kind of have to, that first five, 10 seconds is where you, get your burns and decide what move you're going to make. Mm-hmm. What so move did you make? Whenever that happened, the first reaction was turn around in line with the canoe. So the canoe was upside down. My pack was to the left of me. So I grabbed my pack and tried to put it on top of the canoe, but it wasn't happening because the pack was really heavy and the canoe was half under the water. Oh dear. It wasn't as if it was fully floating upside down. Mm-hmm. Half of it was underwater. So in the first couple seconds, it was like, right, okay. And I remember this whole time before, like, before anything else happened, I just, in my mind, I just kept saying, stay calm, stay mm-hmm. calm, stay calm. To the point where I was just, was sitting there for a second and then started to make a move. So we did try and upright the, the canoe, got it flipped up pretty much the entire way, but it didn't happen. So at that point, it was like, right next move so the paddles that we had they were they were still floating luckily they were they're close by uh but we weren't going to get them if they went they went but the life jackets we had on saved our lives 
like hands down because if we didn't have the life jackets that would have been a whole different situation we ended up kept hold of the canoe Jordan manoeuvred himself to the other side of the canoe so he was facing the shore and I was facing away from the shore uh, and there was a boat coming up and I had a whistle on my life jacket and I was going to blow the whistle and I said to Jordan I was like I can blow the whistle we can get help over but he could see shore and I couldn't because I was facing the opposite yeah, direction you think you're in the middle of the water and he says he was like it's alright we'll make it like don't worry about blowing it now the whole time we were on our way to shore my phone was in my trouser pocket under the water while i was swimming to the shore so wow we were in the water probably about it wasn't too long i would say it was about 15 20 minutes which doesn't sound too bad but whenever the co- the water is freezing Aye. freezing cold <laughs> don't get me wrong you don't feel it at the time but when come out yep so i was occasionally checking with my feet see if i could feel anything under the water any land and eventually you felt that bit of ground under you and i stood up and i was like oh my god so grabbed the packs straight up to shore dropped them turn uh, jordan grabbed the the paddles brought them up and then both ages just straight back and up to our waist in the water again Try grabbed the canoe canoe. straight out it wasn't even a matter of oh you know pussyfooting about it was no get that stuff out get them out straight back and get that canoe because that's the only way we're getting back to where we're supposed Aye. to be which was the other side of Loch Lomond <laughs> oh my god so oh, you think you're an adventurer don't you I uh, well <laughs> I must say see once we got to where like that bit of land we were on the ball when we got there we got everything out all the gear unloaded all laying out clothes pretty much off to dry off Jordan is a master fire starter really and luckily we had fire starting kit ways. So he got a fire going to help us stay warm because my hands were in agony. I bet they like my fingers that. were in pain due to the cold. That my body was shaking, but it was mainly the pain was in my hands. But we didn't want to stay there too long. We had mm-hmm. to get comfortable, get as dry as possible, and then go back in the water mm-hmm. and see that ride back on that canoe to where we were supposed to be. You just went for hell for weather to get by, didn't you? <laughs> I was that unsteady. Like, we, we were heading across, but we were going diagonally across the waves. So, because we were on the opposite shore, you didn't want to go side on with the waves because mm-hmm. that's, like, the worst possible thing you could do. No. But you couldn't go straight up, otherwise you wouldn't get there. Exactly. So, ended up, we got back over to shore and there was two guys that we'd met before setting off who were staying by the night on the on the banks and i got oh how's your day and all that i got i uh the capsized <laughs> <laughs> so they just started absolutely howling so they did uh but they were they were sitting fishing having a couple beers they're actually lovely guys and then we got back to shore and see that relief of getting back to where we're supposed to be I, again we were prepared so once we got there we didn't hesitate got everyone in a canoe we lifted it up it wasn't as if it was a, a like you know a shallow shoreline we had to hump it up and over some rocks. Of course. So we got that done straight off the bat, got it up, got the canoe on the roof of the car, got it strapped in, and then got changed straight away because we both took changes of clothes. Very smart move. Exactly. Oh my God. Although it was a bit of a disaster a day, it was great. Sounds like something laugh though. It was. It was. Don't get me wrong. It went for, see when we were going overboard, it went for, oh no, all my gear. To fuck the gear. I am we need to mm-hmm. we need to like stay alive here. So. <laughs> like I commend you for considering your gear because I'm not gonna lie, in that instance I'd probably have lost my camera. Yeah. I'd have just left it. I'd have tried to get off the water as quick as and if I could get the camera on the way back, I'd get it on the way back. Yeah. But I would have just left it. I was talking to Jordan about that actually. And there was a split second 
after we went overboard when Jordan went fuck it and went to swim straight to shore away from the canoe away from the gear but in that same split second they went back Mm-hmm. So it was like, no, swim, obviously, that fight or flight. And then he was like, no, no, stick with the canoe because it was the only thing. Apart really from the light jackets, it was keeping us afloat. But we'd done really well, managed the situation, survived, got back. It was the most uneasy canoe ride back across to the other side of my life. But, I mean, right now, when we got back, checked all the gear and stuff. I insured my camera and my drone and all that three weeks ago. I've not checked the policy on when the insurance pays out. I've not checked that, right? How it's broke. My phone survived, right? It didn't even turn off. It only said there was moisture. And uh-huh, that was and underwater for about 15 minutes. Aye, right? but the, the, the new Samsungs are great. Aye. I was like, oh my God. I was expecting it to be like, I mean, I don't have phone insurance or anything like that. I was like, right, that's that done. Uh-huh. My A6400, before I even left the house, uh-huh. I, I knew I was going on a canoe and I wanted to take my gear. So I took my camera and my lenses and I put them inside a dry bag and then put that dry bag inside my camera bag and then put that bag in my pack, right? Okay. When we were on that opposite shoreline, I couldn't even look. And <laughs> yeah, take it, did you get Jordan? I to said it? to Jordan, I was like, Jordan, can you open that and tell me? And he opened it, he looked, he went, oh, it's bone dry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got him. So my camera was absolutely bone dry, right? Nice. That is, that's a good thing because that is... That's like probably the most expensive piece of equipment I've bought, right? And then my drone case was mm-hmm. also in my bag. And I opened that, flipped it upside down, and it was like Niagara Falls. All right. So I'm a drone down. Kevin. I'm a drone down. However. I'm not a master of hindsight, right? And yep. I won't ever claim to be. But yep. but if you knew you were going on a canoe, yep. why didn't you take freezer bags with you? Because I had dry bags. But why didn't you then put the freezer bags inside the dry bags? The freezer bag is the most common knowledge, common used, DIY, cheapest chips, waterproofing for any photography type gear. Mm-hmm. Why not use a freezer bag? They cost like a pound fifty out the shop. Because I didn't think of that. To be quite frank, you you'll never do it. You'll never not do it again. Now yeah, though, will you? Yeah. So what's and the crack with the insurance? Have you called them yet? Uh, no, I've not even looked at my policy documents yet. <laughs> <laughs> the The last two days have been that hectic between, like, bear in mind, see, see that day that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time we got back home that night, it was probably about, uh, I, don't, I don't even know, it probably been half, well, in fact, it would probably been about nine o'clock. Okay. Because I had left my car in East Kilbride, so I had to go over to East Kilbride and then get my stuff, unpack the canoe, all that thing. But we were supposed to be hiking. He's it's actually Jordan. It's trying to video call me right now. We were supposed to be hiking in uh, Glen Hulish, the two Monroes I was telling you about that overlooked the Balhulish Bridge. Mm-hmm. Now we were supposed to leave my house Saturday morning at six o'clock in the morning latest. But after capsizing, being frozen to the bone, and try to get our way back, we were that like mentally and physically exhausted. We're like, no, we'll change it. <laughs> so that's how yesterday we ended up changed Monroes. Ended up doing Ben Morningstar binging instead. And now I can barely use my legs. Yeah, you came in a bit wobbly. <laughs> Aye. That's I'll... an eventful weekend, man. Aye, but I thought, you know what? It'll be good to tell Ryan about this on the podcast. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Aye, good job. I wish I was as exciting to do shit like that. Oh, man. Really it was, do. It was I, good. I've gotten nothing. No. Uh-huh. Fen went for a walk. Where? Paul came up Country Park. That's just how <laughs> exciting that got. <laughs> Highlight of my week. Did yeah. you throw a ball for him? I did. Oh, good. Did he catch it? 
Uh, yes, and then he proceeded to drop it and chase the golfers on the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a bit of highlight of my week, honestly. I must say, see things like this, it gives you a lot of hope for what's to come as things return to a relative sense of normality. So you've been able to go out and do like canoe trips or uh-huh. just go anywhere different than, than usual. And that's when you can start making memories again and start making like creating these stories that you can tell other people rather yeah. than asking everyone every single week oh what did you do with your weekend and they're like nothing nothing sat in the house I'm sat in the house done nothing went to shop because you can't do anything went to Asda aye whereas you can actually start travelling what did you do at the weekend oh I went to such and such oh I'm nice. just looking forward to next week mm-hmm. when the shops open again because honestly yep. do you know the only thing I really want to do I just want to walk around Livingston fucking designer outlet I don't aye. know why it's just something different to do that's true that and I need a wee bit of artwork for the house aye the, the walls are getting a bit better. I've been in here for too long for no... Right, what kind of artwork are you looking for? So, you know how... You, we've showed you the first print that we've got. Aye. The black and white one yeah. in Edinburgh. So the guys uploaded two new ones. And we're going to get them as a, as, as a, as a trio. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to put them in the living room above the couch. But other than that, I kind of want... There's, there's a couple of shots of yours that I would I would like printed. I'm not going to lie. Mine's aren't good enough. Aye, <laughs> there's a couple that I've looked at and I thought, no, that's good. Uh, really good and there's a couple of photos that you took a fan that uh, I want printed off as well but I just mm. want them in like normal picture frame size to uh, sit in the living room I don't need them put on the a shrine a to sh- fan don't be a shrine he's not dead yet <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> uh, well if you're interested in see if you're interested in it, you know the Scottish artist uh, he does a lot of prints uh, his name escapes me but see in um, you think Brayhead, it's Stevie Brown Aye, aye, Stevie the guy Brown. Does Island Cow and shit. Aye. aye. There's a lot of artwork, Stevie Brown and similar, and Brayhead Shopping Centre. There's a stall itself. It's not a shop, it's just a stall. Mm. And some of the some of the artwork there is beautiful. Well, I'm hoping I can get across to Silverburn because Silverburn used to have a massive it was like a third party like I don't, I don't really know what you would call them. Not a not a dealer, but see if you the equivalent of like a pawn, not a pawn shop, or a, <laughs> like a I don't know, like a, he's just an independent art distributor, ah, and he's got mounds of different paintings for people all, all up and down the UK and a couple mm-hmm. of American artists. So I want to go back in there and see if there's any problem that I've got with a lot of the shit that's in there now is it's all got glitter through it. Yeah, I don't want the sparkly stuff. Yeah, it seems to be a big thing it's with home decor right now. now. I don't like it. Yeah, I just want simple, like simple simplicity i like i don't know i like low-key exactly stuff i don't like it more i uh, more elegant than mm. in your face exactly Aye. i like subtlety i'm sure you'll be able to find quite a lot because if you look in the right places some of the artwork you can get like a simplistic nature that just look mm. incredible or great and you've got kind of the ideal setting for it in a house like this i know you've got so many good locations and you need to get something above these stairs i don't know what i want to do with above the stairs man Really don't know what to do with that. But just get a big, massive photo of me, <laughs> so that every day when you wake up, it's just me staring at you. I don't know if I would ever, ever want that. It'll make you so grateful. I don't know. I wouldn't appreciate that. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> just, that's, that's not fine art, <laughs> mate, Excuse me. That's very fine art. <laughs> nah, nah, mate. It's the the equivalent of making Aye. like an origami swan out of a packet of fucking Walker's crisps. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's not exactly, it's not exactly fine art. Just add to the insult. That's us, officially travel restrictions lifted. Oh, that's true. We can now travel again. Now, Ryan, I can't express this enough. I could have cried at how glad I was to see mountains again. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this sounds so sad, but I missed it so 
god damn much. But it's your hobby. It's like uh, it's your one of your favourite pastimes. So I, I understand that, and it's been took away for you for nearly a year. Uh, now, one thing I thought would happen would be lockdown gets eased, head back to the Highlands, and it just wouldn't be the like what I'd been missing the entire time. You know that way where you, ah, you, you over thought, ah you were you were like, overcompensating for exactly. what you thought it was. But yesterday when I headed up to Crenlarick, uh-huh. it was like oh wow, this place is beautiful because we're just passing through Calendar mm. and seeing Ben Ledy and stuff, which sits at the end. Yep, which I hiked last year. At some point, and I was just like, I'm so grateful. And every like lock that we passed, Jordan was like, We can take the canoe there. <laughs> and then we just kept cracking capsized jokes. I was gonna <laughs> say that would have been a good laugh. Aye. But obviously, I think they, they locks are a lot more chilled than Loch Lomond because even before we got in the water there, we're like, It's a bit choppy. It's a bit choppy. Uh, Loch Lomond is, is a different kind of beast, though. Yeah, it's a big, uh, but there's plenty of places for everyone to travel to for, for the next few weeks, and it's going to be so busy. That's why I'm trying to lay low a wee bit. Like, I know that you, you've been proper, like, no, as soon as I'm allowed to go, I'm going. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to play it in the sense of I know I want to go. Mm-hmm. But so does everybody else. Yeah. So I want to get like a, a week or two, like another week or two is not going to kill me to yep. chill out and just let the fucking the initial buzz go, mm-hmm. and then I'll, I'm going to try. Me and Grace said we'll try and go and do like Ben Lomond and stuff again. So we want to try and do maybe just the three at Arica. I, uh, uh, Ben Vin, Ben Lomond, Benheim. Yeah, if we can, and do, you can do the cobbler as well. If we do the three in the cobbler and Ben Lomond, yep. Before we start going back out to do all the big ones, such man, I'll lovely be, hills, man. I know. See, even though they're so far south, a lot of people think that. You know, the more northerly you go, the better they get, but it's, that's further for the truth. <laughs> it is, it is, and it's because, if you think about it, the ones that are so far south give you such a a, a greater perspective of how, like, how the central belt is. Aye, like, like what's on your doorstep. Uh-huh, what's there, um, and you can see a lot more, but you can also put it to scale, like, you can see mm. Paisley, you can see Glasgow City Centre for some of them, you can see... X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. around about. Do you know what I mean? You see it all the way down to Dumbarton. You can see enough yep. that you go, oh wow, this is so close. Aye. But the more north you go, there's fuck all up there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like only a third of the country is inhabited. The exactly. other two thirds fucking mountains and uninhabitable terrain. Like the more Aye. north you go, you're not looking at anything other than landscape. And yeah, that's good for a while. But I must say. I think if you get thirty or forty in, the view, the vista is not quite as nice. For mm-hmm. the, it's just a bit. Oh, I'm slightly more to the left. This time, I'm slightly <laughs> more to the right. Oh no, wait, I'm looking back down it. Like yeah, twenty so much enjoyment. Twenty twenty one is definitely the year for staycations. So I think everyone this year is going to have to anticipate how busy. Like the NC five hundred for a start. That's busy at the height of summer as it is. But because be. people can't travel due to the extended restrictions on obviously traveling in and out of the country, yep. it's gonna be it's gonna be busy. But see, to be honest, now there's two sides of this. One side it's like, oh, busy, more people disrespecting the Highlands. However, on the other side, I love seeing like the hills really busy. I love seeing the Highlands busy, just due to the fact that you want people to appreciate it. Oh, for sure. But the one thing that pisses me off is people that go up and leave the shit. That and see people that go up all these mountains and hike and don't have the courtesy of using earphones. Mm-hmm. They just want to take a Bluetooth speaker yep. and blast their tunes all yep. the way up. Fuck you. Like, I'm up here to enjoy the yep. blissful quiet, not listen to Aye. whatever piss you've got blasting for that yeah. two-inch speaker that you bought on Amazon for £20. Do you know what I mean? There's, like, there's a couple, like, there's a couple unwritten rules or etiquette you could say yeah. for being in the Highlands. Whether that's on the mountain or just out on some trail or something like uh, that or out 16 everyone tends to be nice yeah 
you say hi to everyone. Yes. Uh, or crack a joke. It's yeah. your passing. You Be know? neighborly. Be neighborly. Essentially. Definitely. If you're on the hills, uh, if there's someone else coming up on the same trail as you, you let them go up and you wait on them passing. You yep. don't want to get in their way. That's that's common sense. You don't want to ruin their momentum. Yep. So you let them keep going. If you go anywhere, it's the old saying, leave nothing but footprints. Exactly. Take your shit home. Do not leave any tents and don't destroy anything about the place. And if there's any, like, especially springtime right now, if there's any animals, like lambs or or for example, geese that we spoke about earlier, uh, with eggs or anything like that, do not disturb them. Don't be a prick. Nah, I don't. Like, no. there is so much to enjoy, but see the people that go up and make such a mess. Oh, it, like hooligans. Aye, exactly. It's people that have been raised with absolutely no respect for the outdoors. <laughs> and obviously, everyone everyone learns. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure when we were younger, you'd occasionally litter or something. But it's a whole different ballgame where you're an adult and you're leaving tents and all that, getting half burnt in the middle of nowhere for someone else to find and clean up. Well, I... I, I the funny bit is, is I actually remember when we went up Ben, um, Ben Vuya. Mm-hmm. I want a charger. I want a free phone charger because somebody just left it sitting oh, aye. on the side of the rocks. I want an ox cable on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Someone left, left an ox cable. You play, you play, you play the mountain lottery and sometimes you win. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I, I got a free Type C to Type C charger yeah. for my phone. Um, and I'm just in my part, mate. I'm not literally exactly. taking, just taking it away with me. That's another thing, actually. See if you ever, you're on trail and, for example, you find a glove or you find a hat lying on the ground. You take it and you hang it on a fence or hang yeah. it on a tree, somewhere where someone can see it. Mm-hmm. So if that person's travelling back down the same path and go, oh, there's my glove. Mm-hmm. It happened to me before. I lost my hat and on the way back down, someone hung it on a, a fence. And I was What's like, that? oh, thank God. There's my hat. <laughs> there's my hat, thank you. It's, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, but I think being able to travel will be such a relief for so many people. Definitely. Definitely. And guys, I'm super excited for this because me and Ryan haven't hiked together in... How long? Over a year? Yes, the Ben Vane was the last one. Oh, Ben Vuya, I think, was the last no, one. No, 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 no. Me, you, Grace, Jordan, Hingway, the White Oh, Ben Honsey. That was Ben Honsey. Right, so we ben haven't Hon- hiked together in a long time. That was March 2020. Yeah. However, soon we'll be hunting the hills together again. Yes, absolutely. And I'm so buzzing. <laughs> and I'm not saying we're going to do a fucking podcast or, so, or some shit on a mountain, because oh, fuck that audio quality for everybody else's ears. Yeah. But... We need to actually try and get some stuff put together to put up on Instagram, I think. We need mm-hmm. to do a wee bit more on the social media side right. of things. I need to set up a Twitter. Well, whatever gets done. Well. I mean, the good thing is, whenever we're on the hills, uh, well, there'll definitely be some posts up about it anyway, but... Yeah, definitely. If we, are, you, are we planning next weekend? Uh-huh, what do you want Saturday? to do next weekend? Right, because okay, buzzing. I'm buzzing. So. <laughs> You're getting me excited. Go for it. Uh, so, next Saturday, we can hit up some hills. Now, here's the thing. I need to be wary of which ones. Yes. But I do have a couple in mind that'll be pretty good because... For me, the only stipulation that I've got is no matter what we do, I'm going to have to take the path of least resistance because I don't have any winter gear. I've not got cleats. I've not <gasps> got pickaxe. I've not got anything of that. Aye, stuff, that's fine. So. I never even told you. What? So on the back of the whole capsizing thing, <laughs> I bought new boots last week. Uh-huh. Uh, they are the like kind of see if you look up top 10 hiking boots they are number one everywhere you look right what they're called Solomon's or something? Solomon Quest I think they're like uh, 4DX Gore-Tex of course they cost me about £170 ouch yeah but they're fantastic boots and see when we capsized 
I was wearing them. Right, now that's that's cool. Obviously, you expect to get bits wet. You know, half the time you end up absolutely seeping anyway in a, a river crossing. Mm-hmm. However, the reason that I got the boots was for hitting hills. But because I absolutely soaked them on Friday, I you couldn't even wear them. wear them getting back to the... Oh, <laughs> mate, I was feeling... So, back, first hills back after not hiking for months. And I couldn't even wear the brand, new, brand boots. new boots. So oh. the, I wore my old ones, which are totally bosh round the inside. I mean, like, hanging off. That's what I wore yesterday. They still Jeez. done the trick, but, but yes. I... As long as they got you there. Exactly. I can't believe you didn't wear your new boots, man. Mate, I couldn't. I, I have had them stuffed with kitchen roll for, like, the past 36 hours. Uh, but for hike-wise, for us next Saturday, mm-hmm. I was thinking we could head to Glencoe. Okay. And there's a couple of Monroe's up there. Well, obviously there's more than a couple of Monroe's. But there's one in particular that I was going to suggest. It's called uh, Bukil Out of Beg, which is Stob Corey Rainock, I believe. Uh, it's just next to the Bukil. It's like one over for the Bukil. And the views right down Glencoe Valley are beautiful. Nice. And I don't think it's one you'll need to worry about having any crampons around. Aye. Yeah, but I'll be able to... Double check before we go, because obviously we don't want to go anywhere with ice across the path. I have not. Well, I don't have the funds to pick up crampons and stuff now, so. We were on Ben, well, sorry, we were on Stop Binion yesterday, mm-hmm. putting the crampons on before the ice section, took my crampons out the bag, sat the bag down, and it got blew off the hill. You're <laughs> a disaster, man. Mate, I know. <laughs> not only have you capsized a canoe, broke your drone... And fucked your new boots the day before you went to hike. Right. You lost your cleat bag. Do it last. Right. So I lost the I lost the crampon bag. We capsized the canoe. Uh, my boots were too soaked to wear. My power bank's destroyed. My drone's destroyed. Uh <laughs> <laughs> continue. Uh luckily my phone wasn't let's see what else did I do. Ruined my old boots even more to the point where now I can't even wear them if they are a backup. <laughs> I got that sunburnt yesterday that my entire backside of my neck is red raw. Uh, yeah, I don't even realise that. Uh, what else? <laughs> he looks like a squashy. Yeah, pretty much. But I, I think that's about it. So, oh, my Bluetooth trigger for my camera, for my camera and stuff, that was also in Bro- my pack. Destroyed. I'm gonna have to go and purchase a cash register sound effect <laughs> for this episode for that <laughs> section when you start rhyming all that off. This ching <laughs> next ching. <laughs> it was an expensive weekend, but I'm so and glad. And wah 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 for the end uh-huh. of it. <laughs> so that's it. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but hopefully the next couple of months are a, they're a bit better in terms of not ruining any gear. Hopefully. Well, you'll pick up some freezer bags now, won't you, for two pound out of Tesco uh, next time you're in? Because I'm supposed to be going away on a canoe next week. So, Ryan, the next couple of weeks, have you got any plans apart from our hiking trip? Honestly, mate, no. Um, I just need to... The problem I've got now is I'm now very focused on the house mm-hmm. because it's now getting into summer, so it's lighter for longer, which means I'm actually... I'm starting to notice bits and pieces like in all the big rooms and stuff that you kind of took for granted when you just moved in. Mm-hmm. The, but so, like, obviously, I've got a day fence crate downstairs, so I now feel like my living it's room crazy, is great. fucking empty. Stop Aye. saying that. She's going to get a fence. Terrible man. <laughs> Um, I and then obviously the walls are really bare. There's touch-ups needing done left, right, center. So I'm pretty much looking at a DIY mm-hmm. like session about the house. So it's just trying trying to get. I know I've been able to get to like B and Q and home base and all of these places to pick stuff up, but I don't know. I just found a good way to procrastinate because I wasn't allowed out. Yeah. Whereas now that I'm allowed back out, I can go like right, okay, this weekend I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. and then my reward for that is I can go and do how. Oh, we can go do something else. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I can then go like oh, oh well, that's one good Ooh. future plan I've got. Ooh. Me and Grace have. Finally booked our first meal Ooh. out. 
for the first of May. Ooh, where? And it's in Falkirk, right? Which uh-huh. I know you're like, oh no, not glams. However, <laughs> I don't remember the name of it, but the theme of this restaurant is Scottish tapa. Oh, no, I could get right in on that. Exactly. That sounds I mean, dynamite. Dough balls. Oh, like haggis bites. I was gonna say it's got to be haggis bites. What was that stuff that you got when we were up at um up at Glencoe the last time? Was it truffle truffle mash? Truffle mash. Truffle mash. But they do them with truffle mash balls, so you'll get a couple of them in one. You'll get uh, I don't know, but there's so much stuff. There's venison on the menu, steak on the menu. There's some fresh water fish on the menu. Like I mean, it's all tapasy textile stuff. So I'm super super buzzed for that. Like can't wait for that. Plus, it's the first sort of like date night that we've had for a year. That's outside the house. Aye. Which makes a difference. Mm-hmm. That is actually almost a year. That's disgusting. You will be pure buzzing for it now. Right. You just need to do it. Cute as tits. Get all suited and booted. They get all dressed up nice. Kevin, I'm not going to like you. Yeah, I'm feel to put a suit on because I don't think any of them are going to fit me anymore. Well, not a suit, <laughs> but just both of you just go all out. Aye. Look banging. Walk in there like he's on the place and be like, he's all your haggis balls. I the now. The only thing <laughs> is, is it's proper like uh, one of us has to choose who can drink and the other one's got to drive. Listen, mate. I volunteer <laughs> to be your taxi that night so you can go and enjoy it. That's quality. I, like, hand, I'll tell you right now, <laughs> I will take you there and pick you up like, so you can enjoy that because awesome. that sounds like such a good night. I'm so looking forward to it. Uh, It'll look really good, man. And I think uh, that's booked for like seven, mm-hmm. I think. So it's a proper good like Saturday night. Oh, I'm so excited thing. for you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's not this Saturday, it's the following Saturday. Yeah. I think, I think there's some, like, a lot of couples have sacrificed over lockdown that no one ever really thinks about is you can't really have the wee date nights that you used to have like once every month or a couple mm-hmm. months, you know. I mean, I did try. Like, I always, mm-hmm. like, in the beginning. Um, like, in, in, in the beginning. In the beginning. <laughs> the first lockdown, like, I would always try and pick up some stuff. Like, I would go to Marks and Spencer's and get, like, a nice cut of steak, or I would try and get to the butcher's mm-hmm. and get a nice cut of steak, or I would get something else brought in. Um, and I tried for, like, for ages trying it, but eventually, yeah, it's not the same, because you still need to do all the cooking, you need to do all the clean-up. Exactly. And, um, like, at the bit, like in the first lockdown, we actually tried properly, like, because we were still at my dad's. My dad always went to his, his girlfriend's at the weekend, so... We'd take that Saturday night and we'd actually dress nice. Like, we'd try and do it all in the house. Light the candles and stuff about, Uh clean it all up, put it all away. Just isn't the same, man. Nah. Not the same at all. Nah, but I think now that, obviously, you can start planning ahead. It just gives you that wee bit of excitement for things getting back to normal and being able to do those things again. I need to do that. That's that's booked. And then my dad's birthday is this coming Wednesday, so I need to try and book a restaurant for the following Yep. week i need to try and get something booked in for that so that's going to be me robin and my dad mm-hmm. so i've got probably two meals one definitely booked and one that i need to try and get something booked for mm-hmm. unfortunately for my dad he's had two birthdays that have fell in the height of lockdown so like yeah. none's been opened and he's literally the week before everything opens up again mm-hmm. which is all right kicking the stones for him so i'll go down to his on wednesday i'll make him dinner because he doesn't like to leave his own house so whoa <laughs> he's happy there um i'll make him dinner in his and i'll tidy up and stuff and we'll try and make the day worth it and then we'll book something for probably like the following uh the following week try and get a table booked somewhere to do something for that him sounds for pretty that. good so uh 
I think I'm, I'm I'm noticing like that's Mother's Day this year and my mum's what well, my mum's birthday last year, my dad's birthday the last two years. It's pretty much it's not so much buying them stuff anymore. It's just Doing giving some, them your time. Aye, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like it's spending time with them as opposed to like like it's I, more putting an effort to see someone rather yeah. than putting an effort to buy something. Which is really quite nice for me because my dad's one of these guys that I've took after where when he when you see something you want you just buy it. Aye. Like my dad doesn't plan or save things up for yep. if he sees it he just goes right okay I'm gonna get that. He's really hard. To to buy for mm-hmm. but the last two years like especially last year this year it's pretty much just been like do something that makes together an occasion as uh, opposed to, to buying me something that i'm going to forget about or like a, mm-hmm. a fucking shirt or something that's just going to sit in the wardrobe for, for a year you know what i mean like exactly stupid things like that there's no point in buying them stuff for the sake of buying it it's just uh, give them the, the most expensive thing that is your time you know? yeah and the last year obviously i've got quite a few siblings and they've had quite birthdays that have, right, i've got four siblings right and They've had birthdays that have fell in lockdown and it's a pure pain because you couldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. Now, what we would do is because I couldn't really go to my mum's or whenever I would try and visit my mum's, it would always be funny because I would be the only one in the house that would have my mask on because I was the only one, well, I was the one that was most at risk of Uh passing it to them during my job. So what would happen would be I would show up and I would like stand in like the kitchen doorway (laughs) away from them and like... The happy birthday stuff would happen and usually my mum would order pizza but i'd like steal a slice of pizza or two and then like get the fuck out there yeah because the the, the last thing we wanted to do was we spread it was potentially spread exactly it your family. Even, i totally get that aye so it, it's a bit of a pain but now that you can actually go and see people and mm-hmm. stuff like that it, it makes a difference because that's what people tried to do i mean for my wee sister's birthday november i think it was november is that 21st uh I think so. No, no, that was uh, Becky's, but there was one I totally missed because couldn't visit. Then my birthday, I, I didn't see anyone. I just sat in the house because obviously this was when lockdown just got reintroduced. I mean, just spent so after day in I the just house. spent, spent mm-hmm. it in the house. Then it was my other wee sisters and I popped up, sang happy birthday, gave pizza and fucked off. <laughs> uh, and then it was... I'm starting to think it's nothing to do with that. You just want the fucking free pizza and then to yeah, get out of there. the pizza was dying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's good that people could start looking forward to things again, but... And I'm super buzzing for you to have a night out. Aye, man. Aye. Looking forward now, to Ryan it. and Grace are like my favourite people. They're the best couple. They're so cute. They deserve it. I appreciate it. But Fenn deserves a night out as well. So I'm... Will you are out, I'm taking Fenn out, right? And I'm we're going to eat all the treats. We're gonna chase the house. We're gonna chase the bitches together. That's fine. Don't don't get don't. It it goes out. I'm getting bitches over. It goes out in one piece and comes back in one piece. That's that's the only rule that you've got. That's fine. It'll come back with a piece. (laughs) Uh, But the next few weeks sound pretty positive. I think the only thing I've got planned is this. Well, apart from our hike on Saturday, the following day I'll leave for a few days. We are heading to Loch Marie. Oh, that's right. You're going to do more canoeing again, aren't you? Which is five and a half hours north. Apparently, it's one of the most beautiful lochs in Scotland. I've never and, heard of Loch Marie. I'll be honest. Jordan swears by it. Oh, really? So I'm really excited because the plan is head to Loch Marie, canoe out to one of the islands mm-hmm. and stay there for a couple of nights. As well as one of those days, there's a Monroe that overlooks it. Okay. We're going to do that Monroe. Do that Monroe too. Then come back for a day or two and then go away again. Where are you going away the second time? We're not sure yet. We're going to take it as we go. Is that uh, you, Robbie, and Jordan? Me, Robbie, Please Jordan, Allah. and John. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Jordan's pal. John just recently said I could do it because we were trying to talk him on it for a wee bit. So, Hopefully. super excited. 
uh, to get that done, but apart from that, nothing else planned except start hitting the house again. I'm looking forward to getting back out again. I need to get that number up. Big yep. I'm way behind. How many have you done? Ten. Ten Monroes? Ten. At right. least I've done Stuka Croin, but and the rest of them <laughs> haven't. <laughs> Robbie Stan, I've done it. I know. Oh. But well, you've done so many more than me, so it's not really a win, is it? No, no, no. Well, it's just a shite Monroe. I'll have to go back to do. Stuka Croin's a waste of time. I'm, on, I'm sitting on, as of yesterday, I think I'm on 36. That's not bad, by the way. 36 Monroes in... In two years. In two years. In half years. So, super buzzing. Oh, so in 2018 we started? 2018 we started, but that year we only done two. That's correct. Because we started in, like, May or something like that. Well, we've got plenty of plenty of time to start doing it. It's because we can go back out again, then we mm-hmm. can go and start hitting the hills. And I'm, I've missed hiking with Ryan. It's, it's great. I'm good fun when I'm on the hills, though. Like, I fall <laughs> over all the time. But I always, I'm, I'm luckily enough, and I'll touch wood... Because I'm always lucky enough that I fall and don't hurt myself. Yep. So. <laughs> yep. I must say, in the last couple hikes last year, before mm-hmm. the last lockdown, there was a couple touch and go points that we've had on the hills. I mean, if you're up to your waist and water, fast and, and water, and all that stuff, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's a different kettle of fish. Great. It's great. It's great. <laughs> but there's so much to do. And hopefully the next few weeks are, are going to be full yet. Well, I'm prepared in the sense that because I got that break from my day-to-day and I was out in the borders in the pissing rain, I've really stocked up on my waterproof, windproof clothing, so I've got that down. I just don't really have the right walking boots. I need new walking boots. The ones that I've got were really cheap mm-hmm. and they're showing. Mm-hmm. They're a year old and they sl- they just they chew my feet up when I'm out in them. So There's so many good options. I need to get... It has to be affordable but not cheap. Yeah, Do you know there's what I mean? so like, many. I, I can't. I'm not going to spend as much as you did. Aye, see I'll, if I'll you need to spend some money on some new boots. See if you go, you could get a really good set that'll last you a long time for like eighty five quid. Yeah, sub a hundred would be where I'd be willing to spend. I don't. Eighty five is kind of the ideal. See a good pair of metal shoes or boots. No, by the way, I should just go steal my dad's metals because mm-hmm. that's what I used to use. Aye, and he's never going to fucking wear them again. Let's be honest. <laughs> He's well past it. Oh, uh, well. I could well inherit them. Exactly. <laughs> it's just tell him it's an early inheritance gift. Uh, <laughs> mate, he gives everything away when I'm down. I've never left his house empty handed since I let it, since uh, I moved out, honestly. That's that's usually like me when I come over here and Grey starts baking. I know, it's no, no baked goods this week. I know, heartbroken. I, I was out on the bike for the first time yesterday for the last three weeks since the last time I was outside. Mm-hmm. So feel good after it. I kind of want to get another one in later on today. Hopefully, mm-hmm. if it stays light. You should. Enough. You want to know something? I've had I've my bike it. in the back of my car for about a month. Is it still in the back of No, car? no. It's not in the car anymore. <laughs> I took it out because I was going hiking. Uh, Mate, you should really just buy a bike rack, man. I should. Just but like that means quid. buying... Oh, I was going to buy roof racks. But I left, my, I left my bike in my car for like... Almost a month because, mm-hmm. apart from the fact that I'm lazy as fuck and couldn't be bored upstairs, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was just randomly going cycles. So if I got an early finish and knew I needed a workout, then the bike's right. already in the car. It takes away right. half the effort and just head to wherever I was going because I kept going to Charleroi. That's the one thing that you do I've always disagreed with. I, I just don't understand why you drive to places to cycle. Simple. Don't get it. You do it all the time, but... Mm-hmm. Well, the last twice, or the last several times, Chatelaro's like my number one. I know. Chatelaro's a great cycle. It's a great I'll cycle. Aye. But Not for the fucking stairs, you're maniac. The main, reason, the main reason I like to, to drive there and cycle it is because whenever I'm there, I like to push it. 
mm-hmm. and also I want a good workout, but not be out the house for hours. So Fair. see if I cycle, if I drive there, it takes me like minutes, 15, 20 minutes to drive there. It takes me about 35 minutes to go around it. And then, you know, basically I'm back in the house within an hour mm-hmm. or an hour and a half. An hour and a half. And that's totally. ideal. Whereas if I cycle the entire way, that's me out the house for like three, four hours. That's a workout in itself, but... It is, but see, whenever I'm and going... And you've got a... You, you... <sighs> This is why I'm jealous of you, though. Uh Like, I've moved to, like, a part of the country where they've not quite done the upgraded, like, cycle routes and cycle tracks and stuff like that. You can literally, ever since they've done the Shawhead flyover, and then they've done, what's the name of the fucking roundabout? The Wraith Interchange, thank you. Um, All the way up, like, you you can literally cycle for fucking, if you live in Airdrie or you live in Glen Boyg or wherever the fuck you stay, like, you can actually cycle from your house all the way up to Mm -hmm. East Kilbride now, pretty Uh much. You can go all the way to East Kilbride and barely pass any traffic. Yep. Barely have to touch a pavement that pedestrians are on, barely be on the road. Uh-huh. And then you get to where I live and it's nothing. Nothing. Aye. Nothing anywhere. That's the thing. Like, I would, see if I had like, a full day, I'd probably use that route. Usually when I go and do these cycles, it's when I get an early finish for work where I've still got other things to do that night. Uh-huh. So I can't spend... Aye, like, you can't be too long out. I can't be too long out, so I'll just drive there, push out a heavy cycle. And usually I see that cycle one lap. Mm-hmm. That's 500 calories burned <laughs> for me. And you and these fucking calories, man. It just, it's just, it tracks well. So if I push it round that, I mean, my max heart rate going round that gets up to 193 wow. beats per minute. That's how that's how hard I can push it going round that, get back to the car and be home within less than an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of ideal. That's not too bad. That's like going out and fucking knocking your pan in in the gym and then getting back up the road for you. Though, not exactly. Mean. I mean, I don't think I'll ever pay for a gym membership again, by the way. I will. I don't. I don't think I'll ever be back in a gym. I'm going to buy a cage for that garage. Oh, well, you're, you're sorted if you've got a cage. I'm going to buy a cage. That's because uh, for the money that I'll spend, right? See, even if I just went back to New Age Fitness, New Age Fitness, uh, that was 140 quid a year. Mm-hmm. A cage is 299 and I'll have that for life. Yeah. For as long as I need the cage. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I don't need to pay that every year. And then I can pick up all my weights that I need for like an 150 quid. Yeah. So for three years worth of a gym membership, I've got a fucking house gym for life. And you and can then use it anytime. Anything, you don't need to travel. <laughs> don't need to travel. Don't need to go anywhere. It's set there. And then when I need to do my cardio, the bike's there. I can go running around where they're about. Because I've saw the ground prep guys for the, the estate they're going to put in over the back of the house. Mm-hmm. They've been out all week with our wee sat poles and stuff, like yep. geoing it up. So they're ready to start ground prepping. But I can run all of that because they've put the rough road in round there I can cycle round that as well that's the, not quite Shatlero level but takes me about 40 minutes mm-hmm. to cycle round there and that's another one like it, you could do two laps of that and be fucked aye and it's right at the back out the back you know what I mean it'll be ideal see if you do get a cage for that gym mm-hmm. well for, for that gym for, for your garage yeah you'll be sorted that's like now that's plan. the only reason mm-hmm. I know I need to get an, an gym membership because yeah, because I've lost all that weight I need to start lifting in order <laughs> to build the muscle and until I start using good weights, then I won't be able to. And the gym has the equipment because, see, if I wanted to buy all my own weights and stuff, I don't have very much space. Ah, uh, yeah, no. So a, a gym membership for me would be ideal. However, I don't need to worry so much about going there for cardio because I used to spend a lot of time doing cardio. It will more be go there for lifting. Yeah. And then do everything else. Do everything when else. You're out and about. Exactly. I'll be hiking well. now. Hikes will do all, oh, more than enough cardio. If I do two two hills a month, would be amazing. Yep. I'd love to do that. Yep. I don't think I'll stick to that though, because obviously life gets in the way. You're exactly. never going to commit to that. Plus, we commit to recording two weekends every week, exactly. every month. That's that's mm-hmm. got to be done. The people need the content, Kevin. You want to know something? I really wish we were recording next Sunday. Why? Just to see how fucked you are after 
a hike. That was also why I didn't want to go yesterday, I'll be honest. Aye? Yeah. It's fair I mean, I had family commitments yesterday Aye. as well, like I couldn't get out of it, so it's just making sure that you stick to that stuff and not get a reputation exactly. for blowing every day off, but... I don't. I don't think I'd appreciate recording the day after. I would think I'd be really crab it. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty funny just to hear. Uh, but, I'd be gassed, man. Uh, You'd just hear me whimper constantly. Any um, slight movement in my legs, I'd be green. Uh, uh, well, let's call a wrap there because it's been coffee time with Ryan and Kevin, and we've probably chewed the ear off you all for. Yeah, I hope you've enjoyed Lissy. Like, kind of. This is totally freestyle in this episode, and it's yeah. a lot better than last last episode. I'll say that I got uh, a bit aggro the last. <laughs> We just wanted to kind of unwind and kind of give an update of what's happening about now and uh-huh. what we've been doing and what we plan on doing because just now a lot of people, this might be a couple of weeks down the line you'll hear this, but right now this is that time of year where everyone's wanting to get back out mm-hmm. and now that travel restrictions are eased, everybody wants to do their plans. Yeah. So I hope you've enjoyed listening to us, have a bit of, bit of coffee chat, give us an update on what's been happening. Nice and easy, nice and chill. Small announcement though, guys. I'm actually going to have to stop doing the um the track of the the track of the episode thing. Um, Anchor Shot sold that for us, man. They do not play the song. They give you a thirty second snippet, uh, and if they do that, they will not distribute it to any other platform. Well, you've enjoyed this this week's episode, guys. It's been a pleasure having this chat with Ryan. Uh, you, mate. Yeah. Been good. So. We'll let you know how Ryan's been feeling after our next hike. Mm-hmm. We'll do a quick update on that next week. Aye. Uh, yeah. We would record a bit of audio for you, but trust me, I think it'll be a bit windy on the hills. But it's been a pleasure, guys. Been a pleasure. Do get in touch with us, please, if you have any ideas, comments, suggestions, or anything you want to let us chat shit about, shoot the shit with. It is the small time Scots at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, or again you can get this on the Anchor RSS feed drop a wee voice clip in the box it will come straight to our email address we'll pick it up and we'll start incorporating any of that kind of stuff any questions for you guys in as we go along we're live now so let's get it done happy days happy days enjoy your week folks enjoy your week guys cheers bye <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.